And indeed, as figure 19 shows, Brunei is likely to lose at least 100 million US dollars from its competition order in the short run without concomitant changes in innovation in the Sultanate. The figure arrives at these estimates using the model we presented earlier in more innovative jurisdictions such as Singapore, New Zealand, even Hong Kong. Competition law will likely lead to large benefits. Vietnam is an interesting case because even though we saw that increased competition has not been met with increased innovativeness and thus productivity, it is likely from our model that the overall effect of increasing competition will more than outweigh the drag caused by lack of innovation. Thus, an economy is always balancing on both hands the effect of competition and the effect of innovativeness. For jurisdictions like Brunei, they're likely to lose money from the competition order simply because increased competition has not in the past and probably will not lead to increased innovativeness without strong policy measures. Increased competition will probably continue to hurt Japan, just as it has done in the past. If most scholars of international development have attributed Japan's previous success to its kiretsu, the former zaibatsu, those financial industrial groups that are highly organized and have helped to make Japanese firms more innovative, then we see with the dismantling of these types of innovation and productivity relationships, we see an, an overall drag on economic growth caused by increasing competition. So if figure 19 showed the impact simply of competition, what about the impact of increasing innovativeness? Figure 20 shows the economic impacts of changes in innovation policy as we've seen them in Brunei's peer group across the Asia-Pacific region. Jurisdictions such as Singapore, which can increase their innovativeness by 1% or 1 point in econometric analysis, we expect to see a relatively large economic benefit, in this case almost 20 billion US dollars, whereas in, in other jurisdictions like Indonesia and the Philippines, if the future represents past trends, that increasing innovativeness would actually lead to economic harms, mostly through the costs of implementing such innovativeness and problems with adoption. We've seen in the past that attempts by both of these governments to increase innovation in these economies have generally correlated with decreases in GDP controlling for other factors, and thus the policy trick, the law drafting trick, is to figure out how to write a competition law in such a way that it will change this historical relationship. It won't continue to negatively impact on economies like in the case of Vietnam in the Philippines, but actually help them to grow faster, such as in the case of Singapore and Hong Kong. Now we don't show the specific case of Brunei, but if we use the same kind of regression analyses we've used for these other jurisdictions, then Brunei is somewhere roughly between Hong Kong and Malaysia, not just geographically of course, but in terms of these overall impacts. Thus, again, stepping back and repeating the overall scheme of competition law can affect an economy through innovation. 
Thus, if Brunei wants its competition order to succeed, the best competition law is not one that necessarily focuses on competition, but focuses on making companies more innovative and productive. This has been another Infographic Instant with Brian Michaels.